Oh, y'all, welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of You Thought We Wouldn't Notice, y'all. I'm so sorry that I'm late. Um, I had a whole bunch of mess going on. Uh, it's tax season. Um, so, yeah, we're trying to get this Beyonce ticket. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But, um, yeah, y'all, we have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, so that, let's just get on with the show. Uh, again, I'm sorry for being late. Um, yeah. Speaking of peasants, um, there are <laughs> um, a whole peasant was on not even Twitter, it was on um, Instagram because of the Grammys, right? And um, hold on, let me pull this up. And forgive me, y'all, my nose is stuffy. I don't, I don't even know why. Like it's supposed to be spring now, um, or at least in North Carolina <laughs> because um, it's the South. But um, Chris Brown got online and said, like, he got mad because I guess during the pre-show, they started announcing who had, like, the best R&B album, this, that, that, or best uh, R&B performance. And let me tell you what he, he has said. Let me see if I can find it. And this would be the only time, or we, this be the last time I talk about that man, that abuser. Okay, so he was like, uh, bro, who the F is this? I'm going to uh, start kissing y'all um, uh, Y'all ass respectfully. Who the F is Robert Glasper? I got to get my skills up. I'm going to start playing um, the harmonica. And I'm like, if you don't know who Robert Glasper is, that's very telling because he's actually an R&B artist. He's actually a singer. He's actually a person who brings R&B, actual R&B artists together. Um, and also rappers too. But um, he respects black art in the first place. He's not out here singing through a fan. <laughs> singing, like He's not singing auto-tune. Um, he's using his actual voice um, and his pull through, through, um, through the industry, um, which Chris Brown still thinks he has. Like 2006 with Baggy Jeans, um, I just, I don't, I will never understand Chris Brown's plight, um, or his, or, or the, the plight that he thinks he has. Um, and, and, and my thing is, it's like, Chris, I thought you, the, the, the Grammys didn't matter to you. <laughs> like, you know, we don't like you. You, you, you really, you, you know, we don't like you, but that, that's enough on him. I want to talk about the Grammys because I really am. But first I want to talk about Beyonce and her tour announcement, y'all, the tour announcement. Like, okay, y'all, okay. So, <laughs> Renaissance got announced. Let me see. When was uh, Renaissance announced? Because I know I'm late, y'all. I know I'm late. Um, I'm going to get into other reasons why I was late. Uh, so, let me let me go to Beyonce. So, it was announced on the 1st of this month, okay? 
And everybody was Black History Month. Everybody was freaking out. We were like, oh my gosh, when, when are these tickets going to drop? You know, this, that, and third. Y'all, we can't get no tickets. Because <laughs> Ticketmaster wanted to do the same thing that um, uh, happened to, uh, to Taylor Swift. Mind you, I thought all the tickets were gone to uh, uh, to Jill Scott. I thought the tickets were already sold to um, uh, Taylor Swift, uh, Janet Jackson, all these other people who were going out, right? So tell us why, like 15 days later, we're trying to get these tickets. And every everybody and their mama who, who swore Renaissance was an album of the year. We're going to get into that in a second. It's trying to go to the show. <laughs> you, you swear Beyonce ain't the best, but you about to be in the front seat. I'm confused. You, you want to be in, in Club Renaissance, but you swear up and down that Beyonce's not it. She's not that girl. Uh, she's not an alien superstar. All right. All right. But you know the lyrics from front to back of black art, from black queer art. Please, please get out of my face with that. Um, but yeah, let's move on to the Grammys real quick. Okay, so y'all, the Grammys, I was on vacation, y'all, and, and I'm a... I'm going uh, to paint this picture for y'all. So I was in the Grammys. Right? I, I, I wasn't on the Grammys. I was watching the Grammys. But before that, it was my mom's birthday that weekend. It was uh, Her birthday was on the 5th, the same day as the Grammys. I was shooting for my album. Like, I was doing the album photo shoots and everything. And I was so hyped because I was like, oh, my gosh, the Grammys are going to be tonight. And I was like, okay, is she going to take this home? We get back to the room. And I'm like, okay, everybody quiet down. Like, like, like let's just see if she's going to get here. Trevor Noah come out here with his bush talking about something. Oh, uh, Beyonce's going to make history tonight. Beyonce's going to be making history tonight. And then, like, she made history, but she didn't make the history we wanted her to make. Because, <laughs> like, history means something that has not been done before or, or done in a long time. But a black person has not, and I'm not, I, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to count John Baptiste because he also benefits from being a whole black man. So there's that. But album of the year has not been won from a black woman literally since, uh, for the past 20 plus years. So it's just like, mm, please. But like, so it's just, you mean to tell me Whitney Houston, um, uh, What's her name? Natalie Cole and Lauren Hill are the only people who won this album. But then y'all got y'all got have a category. You have a category for album packaging. Just to sabotage and, and say that you so you don't want Beyonce to win this at all. You, you don't want Beyonce to to win album of the year. But then you give it to Harry Steels, and I'm I'm calling it Steels. I'm calling this last name Steels, and I'm saying it like I see it. Because it's like, what did he do last year? Yeah, that little song, As It Was, with all, all over the place. But nobody was talking about it, like how, how people were still, people are still talking about Renaissance. People are still talking about Beyonce. People are still talking about how she's this, how she's that. And these, uh, you know, these <laughs> these Bristons, <laughs> these black Christians keep on talking about her, keep keeping her name in, in, in their mouth as if they know something. Um, that's how powerful she is. You know, the minute she got on a red horse, they were like, oh my God, oh my God, what is this? What does this mean? She's sending all the children. Like, please, please. Anyway, like the minute she, she brought, uh, she dropped Break My Soul, it was a moment. Like, you mean to tell me y'all gave album of the year to that pasty white man 
who is kind, all white, all white people, all white gays, all they can do is just pay homage to the same man with glasses. All they can do is pay homage to the Lion King. All they can do is pay homage to Timon and Puma. That's all they can do. But the minute, uh, uh, oh my gosh, uh, a wrecking ball like Beyonce comes in the game. They literally will act like it's not there. Like Beyonce is literally the elephant in the room. <laughs> See, we love to call we love to Kiki. We love, we love to call her giraffe. But no, my sis is an elephant. She's literally the elephant in the room. And y'all will like pretend that hoe ain't there. You like to pretend she's not there. You can't. She she's been here for years. Like when she dropped lemonade, when she dropped self-titled, y'all literally tried to act like that whole moment did not happen. All of you bitches had to act like y'all had to y'all had to maneuver y'all's release dates. She had to, this whole had record labels upset talking about we just set Tuesday. We 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 just set Tuesday as the final release date. And now look what happened. Look what happened. Look look look, look what she did. Look what she did. And, and you're gonna have to be mad. You going and you going to stay mad. But what I don't like is that you're literally holding this against her because I I will I'll read some of the articles um if I can find them. Hold on. Let me Let me go to my messages. Um I think it was Grammy voter number. Okay, it was great. Yeah, voter number four. Kind of fitting, kind of funny, but not aha funny because you know that, that, that <laughs> that's my sis' favorite number. But Gr Grammy voter number four said album of the year again. Abba with Beyonce. The fact that every time she does something new, it's a big event and everyone's supposed to quake in their shoes. It's a little too portentous. Now, class, let's. Whip out our uh, um, our journals or our <laughs> the sources so we can see what that what that word means because <laughs> uh, portentous meaning the envelope and its portentous contents meaning uh, done in 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 pompous or overlay or solemn manner uh, to impress meaning they're trying to call her uh, pretentious and it's just like are you kidding me. Me, you mean to tell me because she done passed y'all's fave, she 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 basically pulled a thriller on you hoes. Meaning, if Beyonce were to drop and the visuals right now, it's currently because we don't have them. If she were to drop a visual right now and say, "Here, go to the theaters Monday or Friday, go to the theaters Friday," you would sit there in her face and call her pretentious. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing? Because I promise you, all your other white faves would do it, and you would be like, oh my God, this is a groundbreaking. No one has ever done it. But because she's black, because she's a woman, because she's she's a minority, you <laughs> and a lot of other you you anti-black hope, like, like y'all don't get it. 
Like, I, 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 I hate the fact that all of y'all out here, especially you Facebook idiots, you Facebook bitches, are out here saying, oh, I don't like how sexual the album is. I don't like how sexual it is. And, and back in my day, we had, back in your day, you had Minnie Ripperton, uh orgasm on the album. Back in your day, you had Donna Summer talking about, um, uh, you want to love me, baby. Um, back in your day, you had all these people. You had that one old lady talking about she wanted to suck dick. So I'm confused. Because it's Beyonce in the 21st, almost 22nd century, like, if, if, if God allows uh, the world to still spin on this tired-ass rock, um, because it's Beyonce, huh, you want to remove the, basically, yeah, you want to remove the goalposts and, and act like um, uh, Susan, Susan Storm and, and, and take it somewhere else, like Patrick said in Bikini Bottom. Like, like I'm, I'm very confused. Like, what does she have to do to get album of the year? Like, you mean to tell me she didn't get it for Halo or she didn't get it for, um, for I'm Sasha Fierce. She didn't get it for four. Four? Are you kidding me? She dialed down the sexy with that album. Then she said, uh-uh. So I, ha I basically removed myself. Removed Sasha Fierce. Gave you Beyonce. And she was like, no, okay, let me go back to my... <laughs> let, me, let me actually give you Beyonce. So she gave you Beyonce... Then she gave you lemonade. She gave you personal story. Basically, uh, how the Janet fans like to say, oh, this is Velvet. I, I don't see not one Velvet rope on that album, but we move. Then she gives y'all renaissance. She gives y'all renaissance, meaning rebirth, meaning a reinterest into albums, meaning a reinterest into stories, meaning a reinterest into actually making music again. Because some of you hoes don't even know how to tell stories, cohesive stories on, a, on, on an album again. Meaning that's why ABCDFU is getting nominated for no reasons, but but for you know telling her ABC ABCs on a track, um, nominated basically five times for album of the year. But y'all say, oh, it's because you're, you're running out of excuses. You're, you're 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 really running out of excuses, and I I, I really. I would just much rather somebody would get up on the mic and say, hey, I'm racist. Hey, I don't like you. Just, just say it. Because the, not only are the fans, but the publications are upset too. Because it's just like, y'all let this white pasty man get up there and say, hold on, let me play. I'm going to play the, the speech and then we're going to move because <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. Yo, I'm, I'm, listen, I was depressed. I had, you know, moments. Um, I went on a vacation, and I'm also getting album ready, y'all. <laughs> album comes out May 5th. I'm I'm really in my album back. Like, I'm really ready to come back, and I'm very excited. But I also have to make this podcast. This podcast literally is my life. It's part of my life, and I'm very excited about that. But um, let me show y'all this tired Grammy speech. Shit. Well, shit. Um, man, um, I've been so, so inspired by every artist in this category with me at a lot of different times in my life. I listen to everyone in this category when I'm alone and, um, I think like on nights like tonight, it's obviously so important for us to remember that there is no such thing as best in music. Um, 
I don't think any of us sit in the studio thinking, making decisions based on what is going to get us one of these. This is really, really kind. I'm so, so grateful. I'm going to pass it over to my collaborators who are... I'm just so... Uh, this doesn't happen to people like me very often, and this is so, so nice. Thank you very, very much. fact that he got on there, on that stage, and said that... <laughs> Because the people are upset. They're like, you got up there. You got, and during Black History Month and said, hold on, who was texting? Oh, uh, hold on, let me get a tissue, hold on. But yeah, the fact that you got up there on Black History Month and said that this doesn't happen to people like me. Nigga, you, <laughs> sir, you are white. You are white. Up there giving, your whole career now is based off of Elton John, uh, David Bowie, because that's that's the the imitation of queerness. Um, you or the allyship of queerness, not even an allyship, because you thinking you can just put on fingernails and wearing you know tinsel as a dress um, when it's not Christmas. I'm <laughs> I'm very confused on how you think that this is forward moving during Black History Month. We don't see you dating um, queer. We, we don't see you dating any man. We, we don't see you doing anything. But yet you get up there and say that this doesn't happen to people. Like, like, what do you, like you, and it's just weird because there have been white people who won before and they don't get up there and say that this don't um, um, happen to me very often. Hello, Adele. Um, when Bruno Mars got up there, he, he didn't say that this don't happen. He, he knew not to say that because he he's friends with the Carters. He knew that that was messed up. He took his award and went. He, he might have said, hey, I'm from uh, Hawaii. I'm from Guatemala, whatever. But he said, look, this is a win for me. But he knows. They all know that Beyonce, they all know that Jay-Z that year should have won. But the fact that you got up there, you didn't even have a speech prepared. And because you knew, you knew that you did not deserve that award. Even when Billie Eilish wins, a lot of the time she's like, I, I'm too early in the game. What Academy, what are y'all doing? Y'all see numbers and y'all see, y'all see numbers and y'all mix it with the claim. And it's just like y'all hand them out at this point versus somebody who is a vet in this industry. Y'all treat them as dust. And, and, and this is nothing again, like, Billy, Billy is very talented. You know, she has musical people in her, like, I always used to say back in the day, I'm like, look, uh, people who don't know what a paintbrush is should not be in this industry. People who don't know what a MIDI keyboard is should not be in this industry. People who don't know what a keychains or a MIDI keyboard or, or, or anything like that should not be in this industry. But she does. She she has, that's what she has to take her time now. But to put to give her literally every award that night, that's a lot of pressure for an eighteen year old. It's like okay, now what? You got album of the year, your first album, your first album. What are you telling people now? Because now the Grammys literally are a joke. You're awarding boxing. You're awarding packages. That's what we're doing now. All right, all right. Next subject because I'm like I'm it it. This is why a lot of people are, are independent. This is why I'm independent because, yeah, there was a time, a point in time where I do, I really do want a spoken word Grammy. 
But after a while, after that night, I'm like, absolutely not. Because if you're going to give it to me, like, I'm going to look for Beyonce in the crowd. Be like, a girl, you take it. You you take it. And you know she got some poems at home. <laughs> give it to Beyonce. <laughs> because, girl, like, I haven't, even though I have worked hard. Beyonce, she she was here before me. Like, like that's my auntie for real. Like, that's my mom for real. Like, it's just like, y'all don't. I, I don't think people get it. And, and of course, white people don't get the principles, even though they created the rubric and the rules and everything. That one thing they will never get is principle. And that's what forever will piss me off. And that's what racism is. And that's what microaggressions is. It's like, how can you lay all these rules out? But black people are the only ones or people of color and um, queer people are the only ones who get what principle is. If something starts out a certain way, you can't change it along the way. I mean, yes, things things obviously do evolve, but you can't be like, oh, well, this new per person came out a hot this, that, and the third, so we're just going to give it to them and skip over the veterans? Skip skip over the veterans. Skip over the people who, who made it possible for you to walk into this industry. Not not even walk. You, you, you crawled in. You, you, you snuck in. So, <laughs> but that's a whole different podcast. It's a whole different video. And yeah, but... um. Let's yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, well, yeah. The next thing about the Grammys, and then we go move on to some like different topics about music videos and how possibly why Beyonce is holding the visuals back from us. So money long, um, and I'm saying that her money probably is long because there ain't no way in the hell, <laughs> ain't no way in the hell <laughs> that she won. And I love her. I love money long. Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that she won over Virgo's groove. You mean it? Even she can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> even she, she can't even do Virgo's groove. So you mean to tell Beyonce? I, I'm even questioning Beyonce. Can she redo that again? And when she does it on the tour, I'ma pass out. Because girl, how? <laughs> how? How did you even do that in 2020? Let alone release it in 2022. And girl, you're you gonna have to sing that live. For like 70 million dates. <laughs> for almost 100 dates, girl. Like, you you, you did that. But you, you, she lost to Money Long? And that's what, I'm, that's what I meant in my last statement. People are now skipping over veterans. They're skipping over the people who literally gave you the table in the first place. And then you got people, you got people fighting in the comments talking about something. I know you lying. I know you effing lying. I, I, like, and it, and it shouldn't even be like that. It's literally this system. The Grammys are really showing us what to do in the first place. Forget the Grammys. It's the system. You're skipping over the veterans to obviously allow new people in, but do not forget to award people who gave you the the the, the podium in the first place. Like, Mary should have been had an award. She she should have been had an album of the year. Are you kidding me? Like, My Life? Um, what, what's that album with uh, MJB? Uh, uh, the one she released in 2005 with Kiki Palmer? Um, my, my Life Part 2 with Empty Prayers? You mean to tell me? You mean to tell me? Because, uh, and I know I'm going to go off on a tangent. This is what Virgos like to do. <laughs> you mean to tell me you got all these vets but the minute that they pass away, it's, oh, my God, one of the greatest rappers, one of the greatest voices, one of the great. So if they wanted the greatest and, and, and we left with the scraps, <laughs> I mean, everybody can't be great. <laughs> 
Like, cause and this is no shame. This is no shame. But if a certain person passes away, we gonna be left with Cardi B. <laughs> we gonna be left with Doja. We gonna be left with all. The, we, we gonna be left with the Dream Dolls and the Bratz Dolls, and, and, and we gonna be left with all these other scraps that are modeled after certain people who started it. And it's just, why can't we basically? Bottom line, why can't we just award people while they are here? I will never understand it. But white people, they never, they will never give that to us. And of course, these people, of course, they have BET awards and, and, and the NAACP awards. I get that. But it's just, it's a slap in the face when it comes to the Grammys. And you you should have got it right. You mean this time you heard Virgo's groove at the end and even Plastic. Well, Plastic off the top of one. I'm so glad about that. But the whole album should have won. The whole album should have won. Church girl. <laughs> I mean, please. <laughs> I just... I would, I would never understand. But um, moving on to music videos and why they are dying. Okay, so there is this clip going around. Let me see if I can find it on YouTube. Um. Music videos, first of all, are like a dying species in the promoting world. Like, music videos don't even promote music like that anymore it's mostly tiktok and and all the all those platform like youtube short music videos does not do well there are amazing songs out there that are huge on tiktok but the music videos on youtube aren't doing as great i have no idea what is the reason behind it but for some reason it's just not working anymore but it's not the point the point of so yeah and that youtube uh uh, creator, his name is Chris Leon or Grace, uh, uh, Chris, Chris Leon. Anyway, so yeah, do you think that that's gonna happen? And Beyonce, if you listen to this, um, absolutely, ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, absolutely, ma'am. We have a whole era. You, you got th two more albums to release after this. A, a, a movie, <laughs> a TV, uh, something, girl, please. But I do like what he said because I'm like, I've been noticing this. I mean, as a creator myself, I've obviously seen the shift. And it's like, okay, you released um, a video and YouTube will probably automatically put it into shorts. Or they'll promote you to say, hey, put this in the shorts or like put a preview for the video. And like basically put a piece of your music video in the shorts so that way they can go to your video. And I'm just like... That, to me, it really doesn't make any sense because I'm like, you mean to tell me this is what the industry is coming to now? This is what the industry is doing? You know, I, I knew that streaming was going to be something, you know, with, with the, the Napster era and iTunes and this like that. But now, I mean, people are still buying music, but, but not like how they used to. I mean, people are, you know, Gen Z, they're just now getting into buying CDs and vinyl and things like that. But it's allegedly is you got people um, of huge names like uh, Jay Z just sold his um, his Doucet line. I'm like, didn't I just see you in Dubai with Doucet? Like you were just at the Grammys with Doucet, and now you done sold it. And, and John Legend just sold his his catalog. Michael Jackson allegedly from the grave done sold his catalog. <laughs> I'm like, I, I get it. People are not making money, but I'm just like, if, if I and I do have the rights because I I am you know independent. But my thing is, if I have the rights to my catalog, I, 
I guess you want to make money from it, but selling the rights, like just, just wow. It's very insane to me, like that the people are not understanding the investment into like what art is, and I'm not really blaming Gen Z because they're in a whole different generation where like they grew, they they were born into the TikTok era, they were born into the internet and and peak internet, meaning like they, they didn't grow up into like digital sales and things like that. Beyonce and, and other artists are trying to bring that that back because um, iTunes is practically dead. <laughs> I I remember when the iTunes store was here, and you know you would buy full moon albums. Um, but in 2013, that 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 uh, it came back and it almost died because Beyonce, like she had to revive it. But it's just it's very scary to me to feel like as an artist, like you gotta basically survive on TikTok, and if you're not there, you are not seen as an artist. It's like I'm a spoken word artist, like I'm a poet, and and I love to put music, you know, with it. And to think that certain arts, certain sacred uh, pieces of art, are dying because tension spans are no longer than an ant. Like, it's just like, I, I will never, I will never understand that. Like, I just, I will never understand it. Never get it. But, um, but yeah, moving on. Um, because y'all, y'all be listening to these podcasts. <laughs> y'all will listen to a full podcast, bashing black women or, or bashing whatever. And, but y'all can't listen to full albums, full bodies of work. This is what, this is what Beyonce said. She said, y'all listen to, y'all don't even listen to a full single. Y'all barely even do that. <laughs> y'all talking about Virgo's Groove is, is six, y'all don't got six minutes to spare in y'all day. Y'all don't got six, but y'all got hours, hours, days to scroll. But y'all don't got six minutes. Okay. <laughs> y'all don't got six minutes, please. Um, I do want to talk about Tyree Nichols. I do. So yeah, y'all, Tyree Nichols, this whole situation pissed me off because I knew it was going to get even more messier, but Tyree Nichols, if you don't know, he was killed by five black police officers, but there was a white man, neither here nor there. What pisses me off is all these hoteps and um, the, the, the right and, and, and everybody getting involved. What pisses me off is everybody's like, everybody like, oh, see, this is black on black crime. This is this, this and that. This is not black on black crime. Because first of all, black on black crime, it doesn't exist. Okay. If you put two, if you put two animals or you put a population of animals, and literally animals, you, you put uh bunnies in a neighborhood, and you just arrive to the an, uh, if you just arrive to the neighborhood and you see two animals or two bunnies fighting, you're not gonna call it bunny on bunny crime. You're gonna be like, oh, this is what this is what they see, this is all they know. This, this that that's literally what it is. But with the cop thing. What's pissing me off is the fact that why it even happened. Tyree Nichols was 29, I think, and he was killed because one of the officers found out that he was sleeping with uh, his, his wife or whatever. And my thing is, you were so cowardice, so, so like ugly in the heart. You were so like just evil that you had to get your five like armed brothers, cold, whatever, to fight this man to the death because you found out that your wife stepped out and you, like, like what? And, and, and like, I don't want no violence anywhere, but I'm just like, what, like, like, what are you doing? This is why I don't get why, why I meant, like, and, and oh gosh, niggas, niggas ain't shit. 
Like, you found out that your wife was cheating. And you go out to kill a man? To kill a man. Like, now get, now get this. I, I don't like cheating either. But I don't even think I have enough energy in me to try to kill somebody else. Because at this point, that's their problem. Do you hear what I'm saying? That, that, that's their issue. If, if you leave me, you, you, you left a good thing. You, you, you left me. Or if, even if it's my problem, even if you had problems with me, it, it, like it's, it's something wrong with me or I have something you know, that I have to deal with. But never in my life would I like um, uh, run to violence. Like, are you kidding me? Did you even love this woman first? Did you have a plan? Like, I like you literally killed this man in cold blood, and then you got all these people talking about some. Oh well, not all cops are bad cops. This, that, and the, and I'm just like, are you kidding? This is what I can't stand with black cops. Or when black people go, they, they they enlist into the army, they enlist into the um, you know, the the force, you know, the cops being all that, and I'm like, it it doesn't change the problem just because you're on that because you, you don't you didn't see that man as human, you saw him as a threat to you, you saw him as a threat uh, to to your hood or, or or whatever, you saw him as as a threat because you, because you got cheated on, and it's just like it really pisses me off because I'm just like. Are you kidding me? Cheating? Are, are, are we in high school? And, and it just, it's, it's sad to me, but I'm like, I, I really can't wait for that trial to happen. I cannot wait for that, um, uh, the Mexico trial to happen with, with those three other girls who, who beat up, uh, I forget, I'm blanking on her name right now, but, um, I can't wait for that trial to happen because, but all of them, all those, uh, niggas, they going to jail. They going under the jail. And if they don't, that, that's very telling. That's very telling because it's like, again, what is the goalpost? What is the goal? So now the niggas are behind a uniform. It's like, okay, that don't matter. Like, what are we doing? Because um, they weren't saving nobody. Like, and it was actually two complaints. Uh, Tyree Nichols was the only one that just got aired. But the other one, uh, these five officers, I forget what his name was, um, this uh, one of the officers went up to this man while he was outside of him at McDonald's or something, and he tried to ask him for weed, and he was like, "No, um, I'm actually just here going to McDonald's." And he tried to pester him to see if he had weed on him, and you know he got upset, and he was like, "Nigga, just leave me alone." And it, it was he was trying to you know be uh, be undercover or whatever, and so that same man you know went to complain to the precinct, and nothing was done because hello, I've been trying to tell y'all for years. Cops, precincts, whatever, they stick together. They ain't going to tell nothing. So, so when, when everybody's like, well, why didn't the cops say anything? Why, why wasn't this resolved with, 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 the, with the other uh, complaints? They don't do nothing. They, um, they low-key like doctors. They don't, they're literally, it's like a club. Cult-like. They don't do nothing. If it don't have a check name to it, like, they ain't, do, they ain't doing nothing. Um, it, it's literally like brotherhood. It's giving Assassin's Creed. Um, so, yeah, I just... I hate it. I really hate it here for my people because it's like, really, this man had to die over cheating? Cheating. I, like, cheating? I, ugh, I can't. Um, 
But last but not least, oh yeah, oh also Chris Brown, yeah, he owes four million dollars in taxes. That's who what he should have been talking about instead of getting mad at some um uh Robin Glasper. But we we gonna move on. Um but yeah, last but not least, why are people leaving their uh, professions? Mainly teachers. So y'all, if you have not been seeing these fights break out in these classrooms lately, it's a mess. It's a mess. It's a mess. Uh the fights, bathroom breaks. Um, personally, I have, um, you know, I've been working in uh, the food industry and also retail industry for like the past 10, 11 or, or 10, yeah, uh, 11 years, uh, cause it's a whole new year. Um, and it's already a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. But, um, you got to ask to go to the bathroom that they, they act like you're the only one that they, that, that they didn't hired. Um, book fans, if y'all don't know about that, that that's also happening in schools and teachers, they don't know what to do. They're like, so you don't want me to teach CRT. But you do want me to teach this. It's like, what happened to separation of church and state? Like, y'all said this, but then when we about to talk about your auntie down at the table, you know, y'all, these Karens, they really think that they're not going to get found out. Because, look, these kids are not yesterday's kids. Like, these kids are literally smart. They, they, these kids are Gen, not, they're not even Gen Z. They're like Gen something. I forget. But they're, they're smart, and they're going to find out. And the more you try to hide it, the more you try to hide all these, you know, black, gay, um, what's the other one? Um, just just any, it's not even political, but the more you try to hide knowledge, it's going to get, like, these kids are going to grow up and be like, wow, you tried to hide this from me? I thought, it, they're going to be like, I thought it was sex. I thought it was, you know, something. It's not adult. It's literally knowledge. And it's just like. You want these kids to grow up in a bubble as if they didn't see 2020. If anything, 2020 should have bursted everybody's bubble. But it, and it did. And I think that's why these Karens are so frank. They're like, oh, my gosh, the world is not racist. The world is not. OK, you can tra tra that, um, chant that mantra all you want. But we all back to different. Like, like the fact that all these white people are having an outcry talking about something, you know, talking about some. Um, my kids need to know America is good. OK, OK, OK. And like it's just like please, um, but last but not least, um, oh yeah, I did want to talk about the six year old who shot his teacher. That was insane. Um, we're gonna talk about that, and then the, then the big tech layoff, and then we gonna um, okay. Let me see, six year old. Okay, so a six-year-old who shot teacher had a history of violent behavior at school. Assistant, assistant principal failed to act. Uh, wow. Okay. So the teacher shot in class by her six-year-old student in Newport News, Virginia, claims the shooter had a history. Not the shooter. <laughs> like, okay. Uh, <laughs> the Okay, wait. Let me see. Uh, the shooter had a history of violent behavior at school and accused the, the, the school system principal of failing to act despite being uh, told repeatedly that the student had a gun at school. Uh, her lawyer alleged in a letter notifying the, the district to the intent file uh, of a lawsuit. 
The letter is to is in one of three intent to file uh, lawsuit letters uh, sent to school, the district, and obtained uh, by ABC News. Uh, two other uh, letters were submitted by parents of students who go to Rich Richneck Elementary School. Okay. Um, and the letter of lawyer who Abigail. Uh, okay, I'm not reading all that, but um. And he was in kindergarten. Like, what? Let me see if I can find this kid's face. Oh, so now he's eight. Wait, so when did this happen? A young, um... Oh, that's a different story. So this just... Wait, so this happened last year and then it happened again. So y'all just letting kids have... Like, little children. Six and eight having guns in school. So there's one black one, then another white one. What are we doing? Like, they're shooting their teachers. Like they're literally shooting their teachers, and I, and and obviously it's the, the, that's a child, so uh, I, I yeah I don't even want to touch that story. But all I know is the way these teachers, some teachers been acting, you know, not asking for it, but I'm just saying some of these teachers have been aggravating these kids. Like there's this one TikTok that's going around where this uh, uh this teacher was like, uh, "You're keeping them from graduating, dumbass," and I'm like. If that was my child, oh my gosh, that woman would have had to meet me outside at 3 o'clock. Um, but what's pissing me off about these gun laws is that, okay, if kids, like literal children, like two years away from daycare, are allowed to bring guns in school, and it's, it's making national news, but it's just like, y'all really don't care about it for real, for real. Like, like y'all really... I'm going to see Beyonce, y'all. I'm going to see Beyonce, y'all. Like, yes, I'm going to see Beyonce. So I just got off the phone. Like, yeah, it clicked because I had to get on the phone because my uh, tax people called me. I'm going to see Beyonce, y'all. That's all I'm saying. I'm going to see Beyonce. Ah! <laughs> no, honestly, I'm going to get off that uh, that story because, yeah, no, it's very depressing. It's very depressing. So, yeah, um, I'm going to see Beyonce. <laughs> I'm going to see Beyonce, period. Okay, period. I can't wait to go see my friends and uh, new friends, newfound friends. I cannot wait to go see them in Maryland because um, I'm going to go see. I've actually never been to Landover, Maryland. Like, I've always wanted to go, but my mom is like, she's low-key bougie. She'd be like, I don't want to go to that part of Maryland. I'm like, I, like we're, we're black, okay? We're black. <laughs> we're from Maryland, period. Um, but, yeah, y'all, I cannot wait to go to this tour. You, you won't believe it, but I have never seen her live. I've been a fan since I was four. And seven, four for, for Destiny's Child from, for, from the Survivor era, but seven in 2003 when she released, um, yeah, so four um, from 2001 to 2004 uh, for Destiny's Child, but obviously 2003 were dangerously in love because I lost my father like after the in 2001. So that's when like Beyonce like really picked me up like with my spirits because I was just like, 
I didn't know who to turn to. Obviously, I had my mom, but it was just like I I didn't have any music. It was just like and we were we were like a huge musical family, so it was like okay, like what am I gonna do? Like my dad, you know, he loved um, Fred Hammond. He loved all those old musical people, um, but he was very much <laughs> he was very much you know old school uh, music, um, very church music. Um, would he approve of church go? I, I don't I don't know. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's him. <laughs> uh, turn it down the mic. I'm screaming. But uh, yeah, I'm very excited to see this tour. I cannot wait to see her live. But um, but yeah, Beyonce, she means so much to me. She means a lot to everybody else. And I'm just, I'm, I've been a fan for a long time. Like I wanted to go to see, yeah, Formation. I wanted to go see her then. I couldn't see her Miss Carter World Tour because I had no money. Nobody had money at that time or my family. But uh, Formation... Um, I wanted to see her, but I couldn't because my leg, you know, I broke my leg. Um, uh, what's the other, uh, uh, on the run two, I really wanted to go see that. And that's when I really started to get pissed. I was like, wait a minute, I got to see this woman live. Like at least one time. So Renaissance, uh, I, I already got my outfit ready. I got my do-rag, do-rags are my thing. I don't, I don't know if y'all seen me yet, but I, and I can't wait to, to give y'all this video podcast. But when y'all see me, do rags are my thing. Do rags are my, it, it's part of my fashion. Like, you know, pure honey. Um, <laughs> do rags are me. So I can't wait to, you know, do what I need to do. But um, yeah, so I'm, yeah, let me get off of here. But yeah, I will see you guys next Friday. Um, and if you see me missing, <laughs> this either because Beyonce or I'm getting an album ready. Um, also, this podcast might be on um, Patreon early. Um, it might be. So yeah, please subscribe to my Patreon. It's patreon.com slash Aaron Lamont Walker. Um, I also have behind the scenes of, of my, um, uh, my album stuff on there. So if you would like to subscribe, it's only like $5 a month. Um, I would love to see y'all there. Um, and yeah, I'm very excited. I'm really excited because I really want to be active on YouTube again. So yeah, I will see you guys tomorrow or I will see you guys this Friday. And um, yeah, peace. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening to the You Thought We Wouldn't Notice podcast. Thank you so much. But um, it would mean the world to me if you became a member. Become a member for just, you know, $4.99, $10. If you want to, you know, splurge on black content, premium content. Because soon, this is going to be a video-based content um, content and podcast. So, um, yeah. I'm just, I'm really excited, y'all. Like, I'm really excited. And also, go to my website at AaronLamarWalker.com where you can find all of this information, um, my store, merch, my art, my book, everything. Um, yeah, so I'm just, I'm so excited. Yes, this is a whole new outro. A whole new outro, y'all. A whole new outro. And um, yeah, I'm just, I'm really excited, y'all. Like, this podcast was a light throughout this entire year, this, this entire pandemonium, pandemic. And I'm just, I'm really excited. So, y'all, just thank you. Thank you for going on this journey with me. Thank you. And, um, yeah.